Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron, and this is Real Deep Shit. Once again, cancel culture has hit the airwaves and the airwebs with uh, the guy at Spotify. His name shall not be mentioned. And it kind of got me thinking about how, was it last year or the year before, that this cancel culture came up pretty big. Uh, for some celebrities, and I heard a lot of podcasters talking about it, and it kind of got me thinking about what exactly is cancel culture. It's it's hard to say from you know it's it's a difficult thing to say, and how different it is from boycotting, because when I grew up, there wasn't anything such as cancel culture. You just boycotted whatever company and you didn't I mean you could basically boycott celebrities as well but it wasn't as big then as it is now and we also didn't have social media back then and you know I'm not that old but I'm old enough to to say that I didn't grow up with a computer I didn't have a cell phone and we didn't have social media so it's a huge difference now because celebrities lives are in our faces and out in the public a lot more you just don't have like entertainment tonight telling you what's going on with celebrities they celebrities pretty much expose themselves of what they do on a daily basis so cancel culture according to Merriam-Webster, is the practice or tendency of engaging in mass canceling as a way of expressing disapproval and exerting social pressure. So it can also refer to the mass withdrawal of support from public figures or celebrities who have done things that aren't socially accepted. And this practice of canceling or mass shaming often occurs on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And I have to say that Twitter is probably where you get the most, how shall I say, harsh, harshest critiques of what celebrities are doing. And I think that's where you really get the most cancel culture comments. Now, boycotting, on the other hand, according to Merriam-Webster, is to refuse to buy, use, or participate in something as a way of protesting. So you can boycott products or a bus system, goods and services that a company has made or that a country has made. 
It's also to engage in a concerted refusal to have dealings with a person, a store, an organization, usually to express disapproval or to force acceptance of certain conditions. So in my mind, cancel culture and boycotting are pretty much the same thing. Boycotting hits mostly in the company's pockets or the system's pockets. And cancel culture is more of like a a verbal practice, which could definitely hit people's pockets financially. But I think social media is the one thing, the one major difference for both of these. Now, I don't know if you think that there's a huge difference between the two. I don't. To me, boycotting Spotify by taking my podcast off of that company is me boycotting. I'm not going publicly and saying any bad things about them. I'm taking it upon myself that I don't agree how Spotify is handling the one podcaster. And it basically comes down to money because they're paying him $100 million. That's my take on it. Everybody's got their own take on it. But for me personally, I don't want to be part of that. And I refuse to. And granted, most of you are saying, well, you know, I'm not going to have that big of an impact if I take my podcast off of Spotify. Maybe, maybe not. But it could be part of that snowball effect where... Many of us, little ones, take our podcast off of Spotify, could have a larger effect. And that's how change is made. Or not necessarily change, but that's how we impact systems. It's not just one huge celebrity that's going to make a huge impact Sure, they'll make a bigger dent than I would. But I think if you have a mass group of people all coming together and protesting and boycotting a particular system or public figure, then yeah, it's, it's going to make an impact. But I also think that cancel culture is looked upon as something that people need to be shamed. Like if you take your podcast off of Spotify, then I'm the bad person. It's like, no, I'm taking care of myself and what I believe in. Just as much as that podcaster on Spotify has a right for freedom of speech, I have the freedom to decide where I spend my money on whatever platform and who I want to associate with. And on Wikipedia, it says cancel culture or call out culture is a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, whether it be online, on social media, or in person. The expression cancel culture has mostly negative connotations and is used in debates on free speech and censorship. Well, I think it has negative connotations because of what we're calling out. 
I mean, we're certainly not going to call out somebody that raises other people up and has a a good heart. But if you're going to be racist, homophobic, transphobic, then yeah, we're going to call you out. I think that if I said something that was offensive, that I would want to be called out. I would want my friends to call me out. And believe me, they do. Just the fact that, you know, maybe it's not just one friend, but it's thousands of people calling you out. And if you're going to make yourself a public figure, then that's, it comes with the territory. So you as a public figure, yes, there's freedom of speech, but there's also a huge responsibility that you have, whether you're a celebrity, public figure, radio, TV, film, whatever, you're in the public eye. And with that becomes a responsibility to not be a douchebag or a dickhead or an asshole. Yes, we're all human. Yes, we all make mistakes. But if you have a platform like a podcast, you also have the responsibility to know from right from wrong what's okay to say and what's not okay to say. This isn't about being politically correct. It's being a kind human. And if you're making derogatory, condescending comments about a particular race or group of people, it's not okay. And what also isn't okay is for those of us that have the freedom to take our podcasts off of Spotify, and then we're being harassed and beaten down because we're following what we believe in, that's not okay either. And regardless of the money and how much this dude's getting paid, just be a decent human being, for God's sakes. I mean, it's really not that hard. But I don't know. I guess I'm not surprised that what's happening is happening. And you can call it whatever you want. Cancel culture, boycotting. I don't really care. The point is this man is on the airwebs spewing crap. And the fact that Spotify is continuing to have him on their platform. I'm just choosing not to to participate. And that's my right. Just as much as it's your right to continue to listen to the crap. For me, cancel culture and boycotting are basically ways to hold people accountable. And then there are some people that don't even believe cancel culture exists. What do you think? What's your view on cancel culture? Pew Research Center asked Americans in September 2020 to share in their own words what they think the term means, and more broadly, how they feel about the act of calling out others on social media. Overall, 44% of Americans say they have heard at least a fair amount about the phrase, including 22% who have heard a great deal, according to the Center's survey of 10,093 U.S. adults. 56% say they've heard nothing or not too much about it, including 38% who have heard nothing at all. 64% of adults under 30 say they have heard a great deal or fair amount about cancel culture. 46% 
those among those aged 30 to 49 and 34% among those 50 and older. So is this like a millennial phrase, something that they've taken from boycotting and just created something else like they do with a lot of things? Men are more likely than women to be familiar with the term. So as part of the survey, respondents who had heard about cancel culture were given the chance to explain in their own words what they think the term means. 49% of those familiar with the term said it describes actions people take to hold others accountable. 14% of adults who had heard at least a fair amount about cancel culture described it as a form of censorship, such as restriction on free speech or as history being erased. 12% characterized cancel culture as mean-spirited attacks used to cause others harm. And then there were other descriptions of the term cancel culture, which included people canceling anyone they disagree with, consequences for those who have been challenged, an attack on traditional American values, a way to call out issues like racism or sexism, or a misrepresentation of people's actions. So does calling people out on social media represent accountability or unjust punishment? 38% say it's more likely to punish people who don't deserve it, which I find quite funny because if you're being called out, there's usually a good reason. And it's not just because one person disagrees with another person or they're trying to censor people. 58% of U.S. adults say in general, calling out others on social media is more likely to hold people accountable. 17% of Americans who say that calling out others on social media holds people accountable say it can be a teaching moment that helps people learn from their mistakes and do better in the future. Among those who say calling out others unjustly punishes them, 18% say it's because people are not taking the context of a person's post or the intentions behind it into account before confronting that person. I mean, people feel that when people call out others, they're rushing to judge or trying to be helpful. 14% center on whether calling out others on social media is a productive behavior or not. 10% focus on whether free speech or creating a comfortable environment online is more important, and 8% address the perceived agendas of those who call out others. So are people rushing to judge or trying to be helpful? I don't know that the cancel culture that I've experienced and that I'm aware of, I really don't think that people are rushing to judge. When someone is called out or canceled, It's usually for a good reason that I've experienced and that I've seen. You know, being racist, transphobic, homophobic, it's not okay. Everyone should be able to express their opinions and then agree to disagree or have a conversation about it. If you're offended, there's nothing wrong with being offended. Too often people say accept diversity but are unwilling to listen to others' ideas. I think that we need to have more conversations hold people accountable, and make sure that they do better, especially if they're a public figure that reach thousands, millions of people via a podcast. So I think it's important that we share our opinions in a way that is productive 
and constructive. If you just want to vent, call up a friend, vent, and then post something on social media. It's not going to help if we go down to the same level as this person that we're calling out. And with social media, it's so easy to pull the trigger in calling people out. And having all of the information is also helpful. We need to find out as much information as possible so that we can make a decision that's right for us. I don't think it's censorship. And I think that public figures need to be held at a higher standard. Because right now, he's definitely not at a $100 million standard. So tell me what you think. Call me out if you have to. But be nice about it. Sarcasmus Day. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. Email us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at womenwhosarcast. Join us on Patreon to become part of our sarcastic community. Get your copy of Women Who Podcast magazine today. Visit womenwhopodcastmag.com to subscribe. Show music provided by Mike Imbasiani.